I'm Kirsty Logan. This is my co-host Heather Parry. Hello. Hello. And what are we doing today, <sighs> Kirsty? Reluctantly, we are doing Call Waiting by Robot Stein. The first robot of season three. Yes. The worst robot of, of all. all. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell oh, me about gosh. this cover. Well, it's the shiny one. This is I'm. Um, the worst cover as well, I have to say. There's a better version of the cover. Mm. Um, this is a, a major close-up on the receiver of a phone, as if it's a person. Oh, I hadn't Isn't even it? thought about that. As With if the, it's its face. Yeah, as if the little, what's that? Micro speaker, opposite of microphone. Mm. Speaker bit is its tiny little smiling face. <laughs> uh, and its round face, head bit is its round face head uh, and then the handle bit is its body and there's a cord around its neck. If it makes you feel better we could think of it as a sucker on a squid. That does not make me feel any better, <laughs> no. Um, and we're in a metallic shiny, what is that font? What is that? That is, <laughs> that's like the most basic yeah, of the basic bits. Yeah, I think it comes fonts. with Microsoft Word. I think it does. I think that's probably like Cambria or something. Do you know what I mean? One yeah. of the ones. And then R.L. Stein is in Times New Roman. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? That is really terrible. You don't really get a Times New Roman on a cover. So literally, they've just put a phone on the cover. That's all that cover that is. That was a 10 minute job for a cover designer. With an across call waiting. There's um, like a vocal, what would you call that? Like a, like a visual representation of an audio mm, recording. Yeah. <clears throat> it's all just bad. What's the tagline, Kirsten? The tag can't even see it because the cover's so shiny. Don't pick up the phone. That's been That's a minute and a half of That's lazy. in the making, hasn't it? Yeah. Why, why no pun? Why not like, you can't wait until he calls. Wait, oh. wait until he calls yeah. is better even. I just thought about that there. Don't, I feel like don't pick up the phone's probably been used on about eight of them. I mean, it well. could be about anything. Yeah, it could, it could be about any... Look how close to the back spine as well the blurb oh, goes. It's very cheap. On the plus side, it was only two ninety nine. And you. Oh, three. Mm, that's too much, isn't it? You paid 99p for it. Oh, did I? 99p. The one thing that gives me joy about this book, I got it from a charity shop. And on the inside cover, someone has written, My dearest Bernard, happy 22nd birthday, love Manny. No. And you may be shouting at your phone slash laptop right now that it's a Black Books reference. Yeah, or there are two people called Bernard and Manny. I mean, maybe. <laughs> it seems unlikely. Manfred, who was <laughs> born in the 90s. I mean, someone must be called Manny. They must. But I'm guessing it's a Black Books reference. Yes, which makes us happy and is the best thing about the entire novel. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I've handed you that back when I'm definitely going to need it. The entire novel! Also, I was going to read... Sorry, I was going to read you the opening lines, but were you going to do that? No, you, you go ahead. Because these opening lines are what I would refer to as a clusterfuck. 
here we go. The frightening phone calls began less than an hour after Karen had the fight with Ethan. One week before the fight. So you're like, wait, so what's our timeline here? Why don't we start where we're starting? So we've got frightening <laughs> phone calls were less than an hour after the fight, but now we're a week before the fight. Yeah, why? What? What? <laughs> Already <laughs> we're confused. <laughs> I'm like, I should understand this book because it's only got uh, 160 pages in very large font. It's huge, isn't but it? But already I'm lost. So I'm like, when are we then? When are we? When, are... when even are when we now? When even is this? He does have the biggest font of any of the Point Horror writers. Mm-hmm. This is not a pun when I say <laughs> How he's big is phoning your font? it in. <laughs> I've got yes. robot Stein size font. Um, yeah, do you think that's a clue? Robot Stein and a picture of a phone. The robot is phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. 94. That wasn't even like height of... Maybe it was. Yeah. That was height of Point Horror, surely. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. <sighs> so we've got a clusterfuck opening. Yeah. You're so relaxed. I'm sorry, I don't so even want to put the book You're down. You're like, if I just don't look at my computer, maybe we don't have to do this. If I don't stare directly at it, maybe <laughs> you won't occur. It's not a T-Rex. Oh, I wish it was. Um, it isn't, though. It's a girl called Karen Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, so we meet her when she's in a car, in her car on an incredibly cold night with her friend Micah? Mika? I think Mika. M-I-C-A-H. My Mika? M I C Mika. M I C K H. Mika. M M I C A H, sorry. Oh. Mika. Mika. Nissan Mika. Mika? <laughs> we don't know. I feel like that might be a more common name in the States. Normally I would say Mika, but with an H to me that then says Mika. Mika. I feel like Americans will be like, what are you doing to that word? Why are you doing this? Like Mika. I was listening to something that had um people with Irish names in it and they were mispronouncing them all and it was really annoying oh, me. No. They kept referring to this person called Roizen and I was like, it's Rasheen. Rasheen. Why are you saying Roizen? <gasps> Roizen. Or Siobhan. Oh God. <laughs> Siobhan. They got Aoife. They'd obviously looked up how to pronounce Aoife. And then just got bored But then that. couldn't be bothered looking <laughs> up Rasheen. <laughs> I feel like Rasheen's quite a popular one as well. I know. Like, you know Rasheen. Yeah. Right. I'm going to call her... Um, I know an Aoife as well. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to call her Micah. Yeah. Mika. Let's just pick a thing and stick Mika. with it. Mika. Let's go okay. Mika. Okay. Mika um, has curly blonde hair because this is a Robot Stein book. Spiral perm? Probably. Probably. Um, and she also has a sexy Everyone's voice. fucking blonde. White supremacist. Yeah. Not saying. <laughs> just merely, merely suggesting. Mm-hmm. So Mika is, has a curly blonde hair and a sexy voice and is a flirt. Yes, because she's a teenager robot, you fucking pervert. <laughs> um, we don't learn anything about how Karen looks beyond the fact that she's very thin. See, this is what I'm saying. Why are the main characters always thin and the friends are always chunky or big boned or curvy or whatever? Or sluts. And I mean that in the best way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, See, we're mixing this up then. Which of us is the main character? Because you're thin and I'm fatter. So then... Are you the main character? Sorry, what, are you, what else are you suggesting? <laughs> excuse me. a massive tart. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. Straight 
way out of the gate on episode two, Kirsty. It's always spunk day. <laughs> oh no, not again. <laughs> Let's at least get beyond the first paragraph okay, of sorry. my notes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, Karen's just very thin, and I guess I guess get used to not knowing a fucking thing about her because she's mm. got no personality, and literally everything else about Karen in this book will be defined by her relationship with a boy. Yeah. Everything. Everything. I mean, all his characters are paper cutouts, but she's particularly bad. She's awful. Um, Robot Stein hates women. That's what I've got from this book. Mm. Um, the boy in question is Ethan, her boyfriend, who is kind of, like, fine, I guess. Just, just Again, fine. Again, not overtly malicious. Yeah, not... He so I he's guess he's okay. Not a murderer. Is which is better than, better than some of them in Robot Stein well, books. Um, and she's... Sat after, sorry, sat in her car after 11 on a freezing cold Saturday with her mate who doesn't want to be in there just because she wants to know. how you have fun. No, it isn't. It's not how Mika's having fun anyway and she doesn't want to be there. Um, She is trying to see if Ethan comes home because he has told her he can't spend Saturday night with her. Now, that's not good behaviour. No. (laughs) Someone says they don't want to spend time with you, you don't go and stalk the house. Yeah. Immediately, no, I'm not down for it. I'm not happy. Um, and she, sorry, Karen thinks that she's cheating. She, Karen's gay. <laughs> Karen and Micah, well, Mika, speaking of that, are just get getting on later, with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Karen thinks that Ethan is cheating on her with Wendy, a girl called Wendy, um, who I always think of as the girl from The Shining. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always think Wendy Peter Pan. Oh, that would be much better, yeah. No, Wendy Torrance makes sense. Yeah, she's very cool. Um, actually, she's, she's a, a screaming... character. Yeah, well, in the book, no, but in the movie, she is a just a like, screaming harridan. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? What's the name of the actress? Shelley Duvall. He really fucked her up on that. Yeah. I mean, I love that director. Whose name I can't remember. Stanley Kubrick. Thank you. Why can't Jesus you remember Christ. any names? Look, I'm a little bit ill, and my recall is like at an all-time low. Well, I've um, had not only a coffee but also a coffee brownie, so I'm feeling quite excited. There's a lot of coffee in that coffee brownie yeah, as well. I've definitely had too much caffeine and quite a bit. Of I feel sugar. like I've got my fists clenched because I've had so much caffeine. <laughs> Unclench your so, fists. So oh, I'm okay. ill, and Kirsty's hyper so this should be quite a fun episode great combination (laughs) yeah so um mika tries to tell karen that he just ain't worth it and that karen is pretty and smart and basically shouldn't worry about it because she could get anyone which is you know good friend behavior and good also that she's sat with her in this car to make sure she's not on her own yeah although go to a bar or something you know anywhere else she's a good friend can i also point out during this conversation um so we're on page two right right I think Robot got a thesaurus for Christmas what did because he say? on page two, it's all conversation, it's all dialogue, right? But the word said is never to be seen. Instead, we have sighed, complained, agreed, demanded, accused, and insisted. This is on one page of a very large font. <laughs> There are only five lines on the whole page. Yeah, but every line, it's like, blah, 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 she sighed. Blah, 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 she complained. Every fucking exchange. But, like, it's when you're learning to write and you think, oh, I've written said too much. And then when He's you... not learning to write. <laughs> <laughs> he's certainly not, yeah. <laughs> and yet he should be. 
And then when you tip for the day is said is fine. <laughs> yeah, when just you get said, you get over the hump, if you will, and mm. you realise said is fine because it's just what people do. Anyway, Karen opens the boot of her car, and guess what, Kirsty? There is a body inside. <gasps> but wait, no, it's just a mannequin. Oh, okay, cool. Is it a mop? <laughs> if only it was a mop. Oh. It's a mannequin because her brother Chris is a brig practical joker not another one of these fucking characters robot why do you do this to us it's not funny i hope you've got your robots time bingo card because i've made a list and just about every square is getting checked in this book unbelievable unbelievable why does every single fucking book have to have one of these guys they're so shit yeah oh. I, don't, I don't like a prankster no no one likes a prankster i don't like a no one joke. oh god anyway so, calm down. <laughs> so Come, coming out of your shell. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I've got some feelings, you know. Um, Karen and Chris, uh, their parents divorced a few years ago and their dad left without saying goodbye, which is fucking brutal, isn't yeah, it? Like, that is, that's some rough shit. I actually know someone whose dad did that. Really? That's rotten. Yeah, just left on That's there. rotten. Why? Oh my God, why am I saying it? <laughs> What is wrong You've with me? You've never said that word outside of the confines I, of this podcast recording. I know. It's really unusual. It's very straight. I don't know what I'm thinking, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's rough as shit. Mm-hmm. As in, like, he never spoke to them again? Uh, no, he did, but he just left. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They got back in touch after uh, quite a while, but, yeah, there was, like, nobody saw it coming. He just didn't come home. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, um, she also has no real friends before this, and Ethan is all she's got. According to Robot, which I don't believe. Mm. I know that's quite meta, to not believe a writer about their own characters. (laughs) But I'm like, no, I don't think so. No. No. Don't believe you. No, Robot, that's just not how robot work. Um, We're already on page 15, because the font is so big. (laughs) It's like a one-word page. (laughs) So, um, eventually Ethan comes home. And this is how it's described. A car roared past, speeding over the snow-scovered... Snow-scovered? A car roared past. A car roared past. A car roared past. Speeding over the snow-covered street down the hill. At the bottom of the hill, its brake lights went on, and the car slid wildly, spun all the way around, and then swerved into the parker's driveway. It's him, Karen murmured immediately recognising Ethan's car. Why is he driving like a fucking sociopath? One, either he's an incredibly skilled stunt driver who can spin a car all the way around and then park it exactly where it's supposed to be. Why does he he, work in a fucking pizza shop then? uh, Oh, well, true. Or he lost control of his car, but they all just shook it off. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fine. Walk it off, sir. Fine. Weird. Nobody died. Carry on. Uh... So he's home now and she says, oh, well, he's home too, home too early for his work shift. He said he would be working till 12 and this is like 10 past 11. Oh, my God. And so then they drive away and then they get into a car crash. No. But, but wait, no. Oh, okay. It's just the other guy who hits the telephone pole. So that's fine. They don't get hurt at all. Okay. And then he's like, sure. Yeah, no worries. Go home. Okay. Okay, fine. I'm so glad that was in the story. Yeah. That um, was really relevant. To totally the, relevant, to the story. wasn't it? Yeah, it was cool. almost like it was just there as a little end of chapter. Yeah. Um, and then was he a mop? <laughs> he was, was the driver. The a mop, mop was driving the car, cool. yes. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, you would crash then, wouldn't you? You pro- Yeah, to be honest with you. No hands. <laughs> if I was a mop and I was trying to drive a car, 
<laughs> I wouldn't, you know what, I wouldn't even try. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mops, Karen, if you're listening, do not drive. drive. <laughs> that is my advice to you. Um, Karen gets home and a creepy voice calls her on the phone <gasps> and says he's her worst nightmare. Oh my God. But wait, no. Okay. It's just her cousin Adam. Okay, cool. Rosie <sighs> did the biggest sigh then Feel and that's awesome. exactly how I fucking feel mm. about this book already. Well, it's because you know, like, you know it's not going to be anything. It's not going to be anything. It's just like, oh yeah, look, it's stupid. Um, so her cousin Adam has just moved back into town after moving away as a kid. Um, and he's kind of weird in ways that aren't really made clear. Uh, because Mainly because he watches old horror movies, which is the standard they're a weirdo thing. This is this is on my point, uh, my robot Stein bingo, because he always does that. Yep. Like, if you like horror, then you're, you're violent. You're a weirdo. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. And also because he carries a briefcase. I mean, that's a bit weird. <laughs> I just gifted someone a briefcase of yours. Yes. <laughs> it's a very nice briefcase. It, it was more like a... Like a not really a briefcase, like a big leather document bag. It's nice. I mean, that's the definition of a briefcase. But they're not a kid. They're not like a child that's going to take it to school. He's a 32-year-old man. Yeah. Um, Adam has just moved into a house that makes funny noises because, quote, it's built on an Indian burial ground or something. Nice little bit of racism there, robot. Mm. Just throw that in for no reason. No reason. Not saying you're a white supremacist. Merely... Merely suggesting. I also can't stand uh, the word Indian to refer to like Native Americans because. But that was at the time, wasn't it? Obviously it was. You wouldn't do that now. I think people do though. Ooh. Do you know why they're called Indians? Because they thought it was India. Because they fucking thought it was India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it ain't. No. <laughs> so stop, stop saying that. I also still can't believe people refer to discovering a country oh i know you didn't i mean you didn't discover it it was it was, it was there, there all along and people were there Building ready civilizations and yeah having... you didn't find it yeah it's weird I've, i thought it was only something that happened in old books but i saw it recently oh someone referred to australia being discovered and i was like no people were there <laughs> yeah. people were already there quite famously yeah, yeah. there <laughs> as well for quite a long time <sighs> anyway nice bit of racism because uh, why not and then Karen agrees to give Adam a tour around school early on Monday because he's new and weird. Um, and then the next morning, Kirsty, Chris hilariously puts fried eggs on his eyes. That is a waste of eggs. No, then he then eats them. No, doesn't he drop one on the floor? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. What a waste. It's but a waste of an egg. A chicken made that. Why is it funny to put food on your face? I don't understand. Well, didn't someone do this before and you called them egg face? The egg face. You've got a thing about putting eggs on your face. He thinks it's really funny to put eggs on your face. It's waste of shoes, waste of honey, waste of eggs. Waste of eggs. And that is a potential life as well. If you're going to mm-hmm. eat a baby chicken period, mm-hmm. make it worthwhile. Do I you know what? eggs, but I eat them. Yeah. Don't throw them. I don't make them and then throw them away. Do you know what he does? You know those story cubes? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you get them and you roll them and it, you have to make a plot out of it. And it makes a little, shows you a little symbol. He's got Robot Stein story cubes and he just rolls them and just uses the exact same elements of every story to put together in a slightly different order. Oh, That's yeah. exactly what he fucking does. Them. I don't want to. The world <laughs> does not deserve Robot Stein story cubes. <sighs> anyway, Ethan, it turns out, was not cheating on Karen. He was working late at his job because his family needs the money because his dad was laid off. 
actual real life economic problems. Mm. Oh my god. Not they're not really dealt with. No, and in Pine Horror World, either you're so disgustingly rich you've got two tennis rackets. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking poshers. <laughs> Fucking poshers. Or you're I've now had so many messages from people who have two tennis rackets, by the way. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad. Apparently you're not a posher if you have two tennis rackets. <laughs> you're just a person who wants to play a game of tennis with another human being. You really like tennis. <laughs> or you have multiple hands to hold the rackets. So either they're really rich or their kid has to work to bring in some cash. There's mm. no middle point there, which is, I feel like, where most people are. Mm. They're never mentioned. No one's ever middle class, uh, but like American middle class yeah, yeah. in these books. Um Anyway, there's another guy called Jake um, who shows up entirely to be a red herring because he's got a bit of a gravelly voice. <laughs> and then, although he comes into my queer subtext later. Oh, I can't Do wait you to have the queer subtext. No, it's I think good, I was just, it's a good line. I think I was just too angry. Okay, um, too too angry to be queer. Yeah, <laughs> that's a shirt. <laughs> You're making me too angry to be queer. Um, and they all listen to Chris prank call this girl who who he wants to date. Because that's fine. Don't do that. Yeah, and he like pretends to be the principal or something, and then it's also like, we know you've cheated on this test, which is quite horrible. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would you do that? That's completely obnoxious. Again, this is David Brent out of the office. Yeah. He does that. Says Finchy. Yeah. He was in a TV show that I was watching, but he's like American. Well, it's not really, obviously, he's doing an American accent. But he's meant to be like serious and gravelly. I just see him as Finchy. Finchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Karen gets ready for school the next day, and she screams because she when she puts her boots on. But wait, no, Chris just <laughs> filled her boots with snow. It's a waste of snow and boots. <laughs> waste of boots. Waste of snow. Waste of my fucking life. <laughs> waste of everything. It's <laughs> just. So irritate with books so much. Every time. Like, oh, here we are with the obnoxious practical joker and the pointless constant jump scares and the fucking plot that doesn't make any sense and isn't interesting and it's just the same thing happening over and over again. But how do how do you really feel about this book, Heather? I know. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> so Karen um is still obsessed with the idea that Ethan is cheating on her with this Wendy girl. Who also has no personality Wendigo. whatsoever. Wendigo. I wish it was a Wendigo. <laughs> so Ethan's fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> so what's happening here. A Wendigo's not Bigfoot. What is a Wendigo? It's a different thing. What is it? I don't know. But it's <laughs> not it Bigfoot. Not? It's not Bigfoot. Wait, let me Google it. You're going to Google. Oh, we're Quick, doing another filler. episode of Girl Bigfoot Things. <laughs> Wendigo. <laughs> God, filler. Okay, here we go. I'll do the, I'll do the robot sign bingo. Oh, wait, wait. I've got it. What, oh. oh, sorry. Go on. Go on. You told me to waffle. Sorry. <laughs> Continue waffling. Okay, here we go. Have you got your bingo card? Because here's what you can check off so far. A fucking jump scare at the end of every fucking chapter. Tick. Well, no, you do a dab. Dab. <laughs> dab. <laughs> Number two. You know what everyone's hair is like and exactly what they're wearing, even though it's boring and has no relevance to the story whatsoever. It's about girls fighting over a boring basic dude. The brother is a japester. Uh, if you like horror films, then you're evil. I mean, that's a, a blonde hair. Yep. All, no cinnamon in this one. No. But I'm going to say this is a very uh, robot steiny book. He's done all the bingo squares. All right, are you telling us about the Wendigo? 
Yes. I feel like that was good. Uh, that was very good waffle. I should have saved you at the end. Bigger waffle. I'm um, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Algonquian folklore, and mm-hmm. Algonquian folklore is the folklore. Is that how you of, say it? Oh, how do you say it? Algonquin, but Algonquin. Well, well, there's an Algonquin Park. Oh, okay. Which is a different spelling of the name. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, they're a uh, Native American uh, peoples. Um, the Wendigo is a mythical man-eating monster or evil spirit native to the northern forests of the Atlantic coast and Great Lakes region. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's very similar to a Bigfoot, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think it is like a Bigfoot. I don't know, I've just heard some, like stories and stuff about wendigos the legend lends its name to the controversial modern medical term wendigo psychosis it, am i saying wendigo wendig wendigo wendigo okay <laughs> psychosis an intense craving for a human flesh is separate again yeah a dingo no let's not go into it okay um where are we so we're imagining this... now he's cheating on her with a wendigo a wendigo so cool. yeah um but then karen says she's going to kill the wendigo which is a bit much. <laughs> Just like... No chill. Yeah, she's got no chill. <laughs> Robostein hates women. I don't yeah, yeah. know how to get away from this. Um, so Wendigo is at school carrying a giant paper, papier-mâché head. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Imagine, if you will, a giant uh, man-eating creature carrying a papier-mâché head of his own head, perhaps. Cool. That he's made an art class. Or a head um, of Wendy from The Shining. Yeah. Shelley Duvall's paper mache head getting carried what? by a Wendigo. Yeah. What's better? The Wendigo carries her head or she carries the Wendigo's head? Wendigo. Wendigo okay. carries her. Cool. Um, and then Karen sort of approaches her at the top of the stairs and then guess what? She falls. <gasps> Inverted commas. Down the stairs. And oh my God, Karen's killed her. But no, wait. She's no. just got a concussion. Okay. What happened to the head, though? That's why. Oh my god! Maybe the head broke her fall. Maybe. Well, yeah. Doesn't say that, does it? No. He's obviously forgotten that she was holding the head. Yeah, of course he's forgotten. He doesn't read. He <laughs> right. This read is all first draft. Yeah, okay. All of his books are first drafts. It's, it's just, wild. He does like um voice. What do you call it? Like where you speak and it writes the words. He does voice transcription, but never looks back at it to make sure it's transcribed it properly. Yeah. Okay. You should. You should <laughs> you pay should me. You robot. should look. Yeah. Oh, we should read something he's written lately to see if he's improved. I okay. bet he hasn't. Um, so she's got a concussion. And then Micah, Mika, Mika, we said what, Mika, what didn't we? What did we conclude? Mika, okay. Um, Mika calls Karen's mum and tells her mum that Karen's acting weird. <gasps> Which is a bit of a knife in the ribs. But mm. then if she's thrown someone down some stairs. Yeah. That's a bit much. Um, so Karen stops talking to Micah. And then... Dum 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 dum. The worst thing that can happen in a woman's life ever. Her boyfriend dumps her. <gasps> <laughs> or tries to. He says that they should start seeing other people. But then he's like, we can still hang out. It's never really clear why he does this. No. Can I also point out, if we're doing point, uh, Robot Stein Bingo, he's also, I think, done the thing where he's tried to age up younger characters. Right. So he's saying that they're 17. But I'm sorry, they're 12. Because he tries to break up with her, but then he says, oh, but we can still play chess and go on bike rides. Yeah, they're 17. Play chess and go on bike rides, sure. That's definitely what 17-year-old couples do together, play chess and go on bike rides. Maybe you can ride my bike face. (laughs) 
<laughs> What's that? No, that's nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's not a reference. There was. I was just making a smutty joke weirdly. That was the worst. Double entendre. You can ride my bike face. (laughs) (laughs) Not even something about being a town bike or getting ridden. No, nothing. Ride my bike face. Oh, pal. You need a nap. I'm quite ill. (laughs) (laughs) You can ride my bike. bike That was terrible. (laughs) Was it rotten, Kirsty? It was. Rotten. <laughs> God. Well, okay. Ethan doesn't want to ride uh, Karen's bike face anymore. Um, but he's not like he's not like let's break up. He's like let's just kind of see other people. Which I'm like you don't. No, you can see other people and then go together. You can't see other people after you've been exclusive. That's just weird. Break up. Yeah. Just break up. But but he wants to still play chess with her. That's true. And go on bike rides because he's. 12 yeah. clearly not 17 he wants to be in a polyamorous friendship chess playing relationship yeah. and play chess with other girls and maybe boys um so then she like loses it like completely mm-hmm. and drives like a like a person who's very bad at driving <laughs> unlike the committed vehicle enthusiast that, that she, she was, was. <laughs> mm. um so she like properly fucking books it down the street um and then later he gives her a call to see if she's okay and then she gets another call on the <gasps> call waiting oh my god and it's guess what guess what it is i, I couldn't even guess <laughs> it's a man saying he's going to murder her now how many robot stein books has this conceit been in mm. maybe so also is it is it weird and suspicious that the book is from her perspective but we like go kind of out of her perspective yeah. sort of or it's almost like she goes into a fugue state and mm-hmm. then comes back in again yeah because it's like she takes the call waiting and then it jumps time yeah we don't get to hear we don't hear the call no she just is on the phone and then isn't on the phone for a bit and then comes back on the phone yeah oh, I wonder why wonder why you would do it's that. Weird, that it's weird mm. isn't it very strange because you you definitely have to decide to do that don't you mm, it's so like, you look at the gargoyle yeah, and wonder how could we how could we possibly put mm. these things together anyway no he's too clever anyway there's definitely they, they a man see the way the narrative is stitched together you can't <laughs> see the seams <laughs> it's absolutely seamless yeah um more a seam yes <laughs> Patreon shout out there. That's, yeah. You won't get that unless you've paid us some money. <laughs> um, so there's definitely a man on the phone definitely saying he's definitely going to murder her. Mm-hmm. So Ethan comes over um, and Karen gets her way. And then someone at school jumps out at her. No! But wait, it's oh, just okay. a cousin Adam again. Cool. cool. So listeners, I feel like I should draw attention to the fact that we had to just actually pause our recording and go and get some wine. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Because uh, chin, chin. that is how we feel about this book. Robot Stein has driven us to drink. I mean, I'm physically exhausted by having, to, having read and now having to talk about this book. The jump scares are emotionally exhausting. Even when you know they're nothing and pointless and complete shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Infuriating, I'd yep, say. Yep, yep. So, um, someone's jumped oh, out. I should also point out, like, it's the evening. It's not like 10 a.m. and we're it's fucking knocking It's half back. nine in the morning and we're halfway <laughs> into a bottle of wine. I blame you, robot. When I die of liver failure, <laughs> I'm going to bill Robot Stein for my funeral. Let's do it. Um, so uh, someone's jumped out of her. 
and it's just Adam in a pointless thing that happened. Cool, thanks. <sighs> Cheers, robot. Um, and then so. Oh, that's a if, serious face. <laughs> Kirsty Logan. Heather Perry. If someone who's been trying to break up with you, what would you be doing at this point? I would say, okay, bye. Yeah. And then I would leave. Because someone doesn't need to try and break up with me. They just break up with me. Yes. And then I go, oh, you don't want to be with me. All right, bye. And then I go away and find somebody better. Yeah. Well, no, I go away and be single for a bit. And then I find somebody better. Yes, by, yeah. Meeting people and having sex with them. The world is fucking hoaching women. You can't swing a dick <laughs> without hitting them. Right? Ho- hoaching. 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 What's that mean? I'm feeling very Glasgow today. <laughs> you apparently are. Fucking hoaching. What does that mean? Like, packed. Rammed women. It's pulsating. Yeah. <laughs> can't swing a dick without mm-hmm. hitting a pulsating man. Ugh. Can't swing a man without hitting a pulsating, a pulsating dick. dick. <laughs> you can't be a pulsating. Okay, let's stop. Yeah. Um, we so get too far into that. Find someone else. Sleep with a woman. This guy ain't working out for you. Sleep with Mika. I thought you were going to say She's me. Kind of cool. Sleep with me. <laughs> no. Oh. No, thank you. <laughs> um, no, she sounds like a lot of hard work. I just need someone with personality, and she has none. What does she no. like? What does Karen like? Well, she what is doesn't she into? like Kit Kats. Because <laughs> Mika likes Kit Kats. And she really fat shames her about it. I know. Bitch. Doesn't like Kit Kats. Or maybe she fat loves... shames her friend. Yeah, you should never say that. Yeah, don't do yeah. it at all. Um, or you, even your not friend. Yeah, just anyone. Don't do yeah. that. Let me eat a fucking Kit Kat if they want a Kit Kat. Kit Kats are I feel quite strongly fine. about this. I know. Um, <sighs> do you know what is amazing in Japan? Matcha green tea Kit Kats. They have all the flavour of Kit Kats in Japan. Every flavour you could ever matcha. want. Oh, I love it. Oh. It's got a real horrible aftertaste, I think. Only a bad one. Oh, maybe I've only had bad matcha. Yeah. It was like years I thought I didn't like coleslaw. Because I think I had like shit low-fat coleslaw and I thought, who would eat this vinegary, nasty nonsense? I'm going to make you a slaw. Well, no, I like it now because mm-hmm. I've had like good coleslaw. But for years I was like, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. Anything low-fat. Just get in the bin. Terrible. I want all the fat. Pro fat. Additional fat food. Just have the full fat version, but just have a bit less. Yeah. it's the same. Or have as much as you fucking want as well. well. Yeah, And also, anything low fat just means full of sugar. Well, yeah. Like, really bad. Exactly. Um, Anyway, back to the actual fat that we're doing. Fat doesn't make you fat. Fat does not make you fat, as David Bloomfield will tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, it's fine to be fat. Well, yeah. Yeah. We all need it. It's warmth for the coming... (laughs) that's how i think of myself i'm like a seal person (laughs) i need it it's cold it's snowed (laughs) now i want to draw you as a seal i feel like i'm part seal (laughs) (laughs) it's not our story of you yeah um i'm trying to confess in my stories no one's figured it out i'm a seal (laughs) (laughs) look (laughs) look i just fucking said it my apartment is full of water (laughs) I have tiny friends. The shape of water, that's what my flat's like. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Yeah, back to the actual shit story. Okay. Look at me trying to avoid talking about this. I know. So, she doesn't get that she should just break up with this guy even though... Well, I'll just allow him to break up with her even though everyone's saying it and we think it and whatever. I felt like, you know a never-ending story where he's shouting to Atreyu in the book? I felt like this. What? I know. Oh, do you know what? I don't know how I missed it, actually. It won't Is have it the... good? No. Because everyone I... told me that Star Wars was good. I've never seen Star Wars. And they Wars. lied. Yeah, I don't agree. 
Um, I think if very, you didn't watch it as a kid, you can't watch it now. There's a very annoying girl at the end of Never Ending Story who pushes a grain of sand around in her hand, <gasps> like at the end of The Stranger. Multiverse. Oh my god. Oh my god. And she goes, uh, is it is it dying? Or something like that, in a very annoying voice. However, when Artax the horse drowns in the pond of despair. I feel like you're just making this up now. No, it's really brutal. Like, I remember crying so much. He's just trying to get his horse out of the mud pond, Kirsty, and it won't. And I don't even like horses. I'm meant to be sad about this because I don't know this horse. But it drowns his only friend in the world. Imagine if Rosie drowned in a mud pond of sadness. You'd hate it. It It was very sad. Anyway. Don't even joke. That's how I felt. Every now and then, Annie goes, I'm going to be really sad when Rosie dies. And I'm like, don't say it. That's how I feel about David Attenborough. I I thought you were going to say David, your boyfriend. I was like, brutal. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say to him, David, I'm going to be sad when you die. I'm going to be sad when I black widow you. (laughs) Sometimes I say, I'm going to play this at your funeral. Things like that. Yeah. Uh, But no, that's how I feel about David Attenborough. I get sad thinking about how sad I'm going to be when he dies. Mm. Um, And then there are no decent men left in the entire fucking world. He's the last one. Ironically, he's the last of his kind. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's like three... There's like three guys left that are all right. Attenborough. Mark Kermode. Mark Kermode. My secret boyfriend. That's it. That's the three media, two media men who are fine. That's it. Maybe Simon Mayo. He seems fine. Seems all right. Let's so go. Let's go for them. Michael Palin. Oh yeah. Angel. Okay, there's four. Yep, that's it. There's four. That's it. So everyone else in the bin. So she could have any of them, but she's sticking with this douchebag. <laughs> um, <laughs> who would you have out of them? Oh, Palin. Goldblum. Is Palin. he okay? Oh, I don't know. Do you think he's secretly... I find him a bit much. Yeah. I'd, I'd go Palin every day of the fucking week. We're county mm. mates. He's from Yorkshire. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Um, so, she, Karen, is going to stick with Ethan, and she calls to see if they can go to a dance club on Saturday night. What kind of club do you want to go to? Swimming club, tennis, <laughs> stamp collecting? No, I think I'd like to go to a dance club with the teenagers. That's what they do now. It's a dance club. Fellow kids. And uh, he says, no, I can't because I'm, I'm working. And then, oh, God, guess what? Guess what? What Don't a coincidence. There's, there's call waiting. There's a, there's a <sighs> caller on call waiting. And guess what? It's him again, the murderer who's going to murder her. Definitely. Oh, my God. Do you know, it's, it's funny because you'd think it would be tedious having the same thing happen again, again and again, again and again. But it's, it's not. Every time it's a surprise. It's a because joy. Because I actually have a short-term memory loss. So I've well, you forgotten. are part of fish. Apparently. <laughs> I've forgotten the last time that it happened, so this is a complete surprise to me. Yeah. Wow. You're just swimming around and around God. in your bowl, thinking about terrible plots. Yeah, I'm so surprised each time. And it was him again. So uh, he has to go over again, and she gets her way again. And then someone grabs her in the dark! <gasps> but wait, it's just Chris, her brother. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And then she runs into... Get tired of this. I know, it's almost like it's too much. Mm. And then she runs into Wendigo at school, and Wendigo's got a gun! <gasps> but wait, it's just a prop gun oh. from the school's production of Guys and Dolls. <laughs> okay, because this was the moment for me, right? I know with Robot Sign, there are several moments where you think... Fuck you... off. Yeah, the mop, right? The mop got us, didn't it? And that when, was really early on in that story. Yeah, she thought it was a corpse, and then she was like, oh, no, it's a mop. And for me, it was the moment where she sees a... I think it's called a tarantula. That's weird. <laughs> Wendigo. <laughs> she sees Wendigo. <laughs> if anything, Bigfoot, please. Yeah. She sees Wendigo, and she's like, oh, my God, she's got a gun. And Wendigo says, 
you know I'm the prop master for the school's production of Guys and Dolls. And I was like, robot. Also, why would you Pal, know? Robot. <laughs> Come on now. You're not even trying to not try. And then Wendigo does point it at Karen and says, bang, bang, which really seems not cool now. Poor taste. Poor taste now. but Very poor taste, Wendigo. <sighs> don't do it. Not cool. Although, to be fair, this predates... Um, like Columbine by quite a few sure, There were school shootings before Columbine, yeah, weren't true. there? That was yeah. just a particularly awful one. Yeah. I know it's that one here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, there were, there were two here, weren't there? Because there was one in Scotland, there was Dunblane. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't know Andy Murray was a survivor of that. I did know that. He's the best, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He, oh, there we go. He's on our good guy list. Yes. Genuine good guy. You can have sex with him. Yeah. And I mom. like him. He's the type of feminist that we want. Well, you are related. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm really not. It's kind of like, oh, Scottish people, do you know my friend Paul? Are you related to Andy Murray? Yes, in fact, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. He's my mother's son. Do you know J.K. Rowling? Oh, yes, I do. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know him. I don't know him or her or anyone. Well, them. Or, or them. Yeah. Also, why would um, Karen know that Wendy's the prop person for that? I don't know what other people are doing. <laughs> Even, like, my favourite people, I often forget. Because yeah. I'm just, there's, like, a lot of information in there. Are you, like, as soon as someone's not in your direct eye line... I forget they exist. I have no object permanence. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so, um, Karen then goes to Ethan's work, which is not okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. And his boss says he quit two weeks ago, which would be useful, except uh, we don't know what the time frame is for this entire fucking book. Oh, no, we do. Because it was in the first line. Okay, here we go. It's, two, <laughs> it's, it's an hour after the argument, which was two weeks ago, but now we're three weeks after so we're two so we're, <laughs> i can so see the maths floating two. around your head right now i've only got a c in higher maths so we're two weeks ago but then an hour but then plus three weeks ah, no that, minus three weeks so we're in the past i know exactly where we are i see okay we are all pastos it's like we're in a christopher pike novel all mm. over again um so yeah could that be helpful so easy line i don't know who cares who cares? <laughs> Who gives a fucking shit? The tagline of this book. Who cares? Ugh, so Karen goes to Can Wendy. I also, is now the right time for my queer subtext because it's connected to his work? Okay, go on then. Or shall I save it for the end? It's just one line, really. Yeah, go on. Okay, queer subtext. So she thinks to herself, Karen thinks, why would he break a date with me and make up a lie about having to work just to go over to Jake's? Mm-hmm. I wonder... Why would he do that? He prefers the company of men. Who Swinging does then? Swinging a dick and hit Jake. <laughs> I swung my dick and I hit Jake and yep. then I, it just went inside of him. And then he fell over on the ground with his legs open. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's such a joker. Mm. Um, it makes sense as to why he's trying to break up with her. Yeah. And let her down very gently. Let him find himself. Yeah, and, and, and men. Yeah. <laughs> let him find men. Let him find himself. In a man. Yeah. <laughs> in a man's <laughs> scary rock man cave. Yes. Um, oh, hello. Ooh. That's a bit grosser than I intended. Too far. Sorry. Um, so, reel it back in. Well, so maybe he is fucking Jake because Wendy, Wendigo, Bigfoot, swears blind that she's not seeing Ethan. And then Mika comes over to tell Karen that Ethan isn't worth it. Did anyone like, go? I, I'm so fucking sure what was happening at this point. That it really irritated me that I was going to have to get through some pages to fucking find it out. Mm. Anyway, then Karen is home alone, was and then it, there's. Who, so who did you think was a rock? 
<laughs> Who's the phallic um, stone? Got to be a cave stone <laughs> person. Who's the Egyptian spirit? Mm. In this? Um, so then there's someone at the door. <gasps> but wait, it's just Adam. Okay. And then Chris's body tumbles out of a cupboard. <gasps> but wait, he's just being a fucking idiot. Okay, cool. He's <sighs> on him again. Uh, it's just making a joke, Is isn't he? Is he a mop? Who's a mop? He is a fucking mop. <laughs> Christ like almighty. Insult. You fucking you, mop. He's such a mop. Um, you're holding that wine like the fanciest of ladies. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I'm paranoid I'm going to spill it on my laptop, so I'm like wielding it in the air. Um, so skip to what should be the end, but isn't. Basically, Ethan... Ethan? <laughs> Ethan? Ethan? <laughs> my uh, dad, when I was little, called me Ethel. Oh, Isn't why? from Heather. Ethel. Oh, come on, RF. That's cute. Yeah, isn't it? Um, so Ethel comes over to take Karen out for a dance to a dance club. To a dance club. To do some dancing. Um, and then he's talking to Chris, remember, because they're bros. Okay. And he says to Chris that their call wa- waiting isn't working. Call working. Call, your ca- <laughs> uh, call working isn't working. <laughs> and then, wow. I can't Sledgehammer. Wait to see what happens. Chris says to him, that they don't even have call waiting. <gasps> That's right. Oh my god. It was all a lie because women be psycho bitches. Men be basic, women, women be, be cray. Well, women be cray. To Robotstein. So, she made it all up as if you couldn't see that fucking coming because she couldn't stand the idea of him breaking up with her. That was so a she flawless plot twist. <laughs> invented, invented murder threats to keep a basic man. Yeah, don't do that. Why you hate women? Robot, why, why you hate them? Who hurt you, robot? <laughs> a woman. A woman, clearly. All women. Glenn Close. Yeah. <laughs> robot Stein. <laughs> I feel like so many Robot Stein books, well, this is on the bingo card, isn't it? Like, girls fighting over basic dudes for no apparent reason. Yeah. Like, why do you want these dudes so bad? Yeah, just fuck each other, Go and get another one, or get none, or fucking, I don't know. Don't fight over them. Find your own cave, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, you can navigate your own cave way better. Not better than anyone else can. Um, And then guess what? They still (laughs) go out. You can spelunk. All by yourself. <laughs> Splunk yourself, silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they still go out to the dance. Of course they do. Because if I had tried to break up with someone and then they wouldn't let me and then they'd been threatened and then it all came out that it was a total lie, I would want to spend the evening with them. Because you know what's hot? When people lie to you and trick you. Yeah, that's so Love hot. It. it definitely shows that they respect you. Now, I remember this in 10 minutes when we get to the end. Well, well hopefully you fucking Remember that, that we don't have any short-term memory. That's why we oh, find this book yeah. so thrilling. It's also why he wants to be with her still, because he's forgotten that he's ever met another woman. They just deserve each other. They're both terrible. God. Anyway, so they go... Why. I'm like, I spent the whole book going, why does she want him so much? And then I was like, why does he want her? I spent the whole book um, resisting the urge to fucking throw it at the wall, to be honest with you. Like, I was I'd, hoping that was the I... end of it, resisting <laughs> the urge to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's most of my day. Um... <laughs> It's a good job we don't both still work from home anymore because we just get nothing done. <laughs> uh, so they still go out and pass a perfectly normal night when one of them's been lying. Um, and then Karen wakes up one night to find everyone standing around her with knives ready to kill her. <gasps> but wait, it's just a dream. 
Don't do the dream it's again. It's a dream. 75% of the way through the book, you've done a fucking dream. Where's your self-respect, Robert? Like, you... It's oh, my God. bank account hidden under all the money. I'm so upset. They drove a drum truck of money up to my house. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, have we done what Ethan was wearing? Or are you saving that for fashion? Oh. Ethan's outfit when they go to the dance What club. is it? I haven't written it down. Oh, my God. Shall I do it now or save it for fashion? Uh, do it now. Okay. Ethan was wearing a loose-fitting, silky, red and gold patterned shirt. Wow. Has there ever been a more 90s thing? Do you want to bet he was wearing an open waistcoat over the top of it? Oh my God. Like a really baggy waistcoat over the top. I've just totally seen him as a character from a 90s thing with like parted hair and yeah, curtains, curtains as well. He's in Fresh Prince, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I mean, wow, lean into the 90s. I mean, yeah. You know, if you're going to do it, do it right. Amazing. Um, so skip to the end. Oh, uh, fuck. She does get some calls then. Yeah. But then no one believes her because it's the boy who cried wolf, except it's the woman who cried murder. Um, which it sounds like an Agatha Christie. <laughs> yeah, the girl who cried. <laughs> don't dump me. Um, and then, so yeah, that she... definitely will stop someone dumping you. <laughs> don't dump me. I don't want to be dumped. <laughs> um, so she does get these calls and there's some tedious shit about a phone being broken and then not broken. That's the other tagline. Call waiting tedious shit <laughs> call waiting don't answer it because it's fucking robust um and then she hears a clock in the background of one of these calls and she knows it and guess what guess who it is kirsty you'll Wait, okay. never guess let's think about who could have different motives so ethan could have done it because he wants to dump her mm-hmm. the pal whose name i've already forgotten jake jake could be doing it because he's fucking ethan mm-hmm and we don't have any more characters. Oh no, the other girl. My she Mika. Could... No, the other girl. The... Wendigo. Wendigo could have done it because she's a Wendigo. Or Mika could have done it. But why would she have done it? Of course, you'd know if it was Wendigo because all they would say was like. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Hang Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca, Bigfoot, Wendigo, all the same character. All right then. Okay. That's probably massively offensive to someone. I'm sorry. If you someone, are a Bigfoot. If you identify as. Can you say a Bigfoot or is there only one Bigfoot? I th- that's a whole other episode. Yeti, plural? A Yeti-o? Yeti-o. Cheerio. <laughs> uh, anyway. So you say bye to a Yeti. <laughs> Cheerio. Yeti-o. Anyway, it's Mika. Okay. And it Why? was Mika seeing Ethan all along as if it wasn't fucking obvious. And then Mika stabs her through the heart with a poker. No. But wait, she hasn't. She just hasn't. He doesn't even try so, to come up with so a reason. Goes, she stabbed her in the heart with a poker. Oh no, she didn't. She just, she just didn't. Oh no, she didn't. She, oh she yes, just she did. Didn't. Okay. Fine. And then Ethan. You're not trying. You're robot. not trying at all. And then Ethan says that actually he knows all this now, and he does care about Karen. And then they stay together, despite this relationship being toxic as shit him being gay <laughs> wanting to break up with her cheating on her with mika and ethan and the wendigo and then her lying hot great couple what can't wait for the wedding what a dumpster fire what is wrong with all these people Kirsty logan i'm gonna lay it on the table 
I think this is the worst book ever written in the English language. I, I was going to say it's the worst Robot Stein, but I, I'm, I'm feeling it. It's, it's one of the worst books I've ever read in my life. It's so bad. It's so lazy. It's so lazy. Because I feel like I, I quite like, I mean, being British, I like a glorious failure. I feel like we admire glorious failures more than we admire success. Mm-hmm. And I really like, you know, a film like The, the Room, Room, right? Yeah. I we love shit love like that. Plan nine from outer space. Yeah, but where someone has tried so hard, but fucked it up so badly, but they tried, they really tried. And it's become impressive that they fucked it up so much. Uh, Yeah, and of how hard they tried and how seriously they took it. And I really dislike, because people always say to me, oh, you really like stuff like The Room. I bet you love, you know, Sharknado or Snakes on a Plane. And I'm like, no, because... They didn't try. Hmm. They're doing it shit on purpose. It's cynical. It's not the same if you do it shit on purpose. No, and it's... um, To me, what annoys me about this is it's like really cynical against his readers. It's like, I can write any old shit. And you'll buy it, it. moron. Yeah, and Mm. I hate that. And it really annoys me that he's so rich. (laughs) And everyone's like, oh god, you remember R.L. Stein? Yeah, I haven't read a single fucking R.L. Stein book in all of Two and a Bit series that hasn't made me want to ram him against a wall babysitter 2 was alright it was alright I mean our standards were so low at that point yeah he could literally like shit in our mouths and we would have been like oh well oh Jesus Christ it's it's just what we expected we we went there (laughs) it is never what I expect to be someone shitting in my mouth shatting hello shatting (laughs) shat (laughs) had a fat shat in my mouth Oh, ooh, hello. I'm sorry what? for everyone involved with that. That was we terrible. We shouldn't have wine when we do episodes. Well, no, we should. I wish I was fucking sedated, to be honest with you right now. I think I would have enjoyed this book more if I had had wine while I was <laughs> drinking Intravenously. It. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather this book was blended and mixed into my wine. <laughs> Kirsty, everything that happens in this book is a joke, a lie, a dream, or a girl doing a pointlessly cruel thing to keep a bland boy. Everything. Yeah. A dream. Well, no, the one thing, Mika liking Kit Kats. That is, that's the only good part. You know, relatable. Relatable. And also his uh, shirt, his 90s shirt. That's the only yeah. two good things. I feel like they're accidentally good as well. Yeah. Um. Really just like, a, a, wow, I thought we had hit rock bottom yeah. with the shitness. But this makes the shitness look like a work of genius. Well, the thing about Robot Stein is there is no rock bottom because you think you've hit rock bottom and then you realise it's actually the top of a lift shaft. And you're in love with it. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, the floor's just given way and you've fallen down an entire lift shaft. Yeah. And you're at a whole new level of low that you didn't even know it was there. You could be burning... And then you're in the Mariana Trench. (laughs) (laughs) You could be burning in the hot car of the sun and still you would look down and there would be Robot (laughs) somehow beneath you. Yeah. Oh. We, never, we never quite reach the bottom. Do you think this is the bottom of the Robot Stein pit? Or do you think there's further to go? I mean, the I don't see thought of how it, it could go further. The very thought of it is upsetting to me. I mean, we'll find out because we're going to do more of his, oh, unfortunately. Because oh, yeah. we're doing, later in the series, we're doing Babysitter 3, and I've heard that's when it really goes off the rails. <laughs> As if it hadn't already. Is is Mr. Han even in it this time? I don't know if it's like zombie Han, ghost Han. Okay, that sounds great. Oh, maybe it is that. <sighs> Who knows? Well, okay, to our checklist. Do we have any stupid names? 
Not no. really. They're, They're just, just bland. bland. Robots just... die names are always bland. This is living beige, this book. But see, it I really find is. a lot of... So I don't think Robot Steins fit the point horror mould because I don't think they're written as point horrors. I think they're written for younger children, and like then he 12, and then he's aged them up. Yeah, I think Cause so. Because they well. act like young kids. They yeah, don't act like true. teenagers. They don't act like 17-year-olds. That whole thing about, I'm going to break up with you, but we can still go on bike rides. Yeah, like a 17-year-old boy would say that. Maybe they do. I don't know. No, come on. Were you doing that when you were 17? You were fucking. You were fucking and drinking. When you were 17. My mum listens to this. Well, no, she, I don't think she does. <laughs> I don't think mine does either. But even if she does listen, Mama Logan, love you. You know I was fucking and drinking when I was 17. Mum, I've never touched another human. <laughs> um, You've never swung a dick and hit anyone. David's incredibly chaste and we're waiting till we're married. He's a Kendall. <laughs> He's smooth. Smooth. From front to back. Um, 90s things, the entire concept of Colway. Yeah. Which I've never had on a house phone. No. No, it's like cable, isn't it? It's just one of those things that rich people have. But it cost, I think it cost like an extra 12p or something. Oh, whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa. In the Parry household, we kept our sofas for 25 years, so we certainly weren't going to be keeping, we're spending 12p on call waiting. They can call back. Um, also quite if an American. It's not important, they'll call back. It's also quite an American thing, like a, like a voice uh, message machine thing that you pressed when you came in. I mean, oh, let's be frank. Even now, definitely not as a kid, but even now, I'm never going to get a call that's so important that it can't wait until I've hung up the phone. <laughs> yeah, I never answer my phone. Um, fashion, you've had the brilliant fashion of Ethan already. Mm-hmm. Um, Mika wears like a lot of, she wears a white sweater over black leggings. And she just wears variations on the outfit throughout the book, which mm. uh, to be fair, is like what I wear. Um, for a dance, Karen wears a yellow silk blouse tucked into a very short suede skirt over dark green tights. I think that sounds cute. Would wear. It sounds like, um, what's her name out of Scooby-Doo? Velma. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't think of Velma now without thinking of Velma Kelly from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Nobody's yep. called Velma anymore. No, let's it makes bring me back. think of Velcro. That's why. That's We're, doing why Tampa. We're doing Tampa and Tampon again, aren't we? Oh, yes, you are. Don't <laughs> only, bring me into this. Only I have these word associations. Yeah, what's it called where you've got words, but you see them and they're words? <laughs> not like... What? <laughs> you are not well. Uh, ugh, it's been a long day. Uh, it's do nap we, time. Do we have a too stupid to live heroine? She's too mean to live. She's not stupid. She's just like needy and gross yeah but like any everyone in this is terrible why are you trying to cling to this dickhead go anywhere else anywhere and the lies are rubbish like i knew immediately what was going on Mm. (sighs) um do we have a sexy bad boy sociopath No, no there is none no one was calling her apart from mika at the end yeah the wendigo is a gentle giant so it can't be nope her sorry um do we have a no one dies there's no. no peril. There's a complete lack of peril. No, because you never care at any point what happens. I mean, the head, the paper mache head. Yeah, it does that apparently was get broken. Tragedy. That was sad. That was sad. Queer subtext. No, was that line? Yep. Ethan. They're fucking. Sorry. Yeah, Ethan and Jake. Was it? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're getting on, getting down, getting busy. Um, like there's nothing interesting in this book. That's what oh. I'm realizing now. The fashion is the best thing about it. Yeah, the shirt. Which is a... that one shirt and the Kit Kat, that's it. That's all I'm taking away from this. Fashion and snacks is yep. all this book does. Is it good? No, fuck no. I mean, I'm going to give it like a one, but like pressed as close to zero as I possibly can get it. Yeah, it's like 
if if we could do fractions, it would be zero point one. Yeah, that's a, is that a fraction? That's a decimal. Whatever. <laughs> I only got a C in maths. All right. I'll give it a tenth. Okay, it can have a tenth. I'll give it begrudgingly a one. Only because we can't have zero. Yeah. Is it good bad? No. No. It's not even fun. It's, it's <laughs> just so tedious. It's just the same thing over and over. It's so dull. It's so dull. And annoying, but not annoying enough to make it interesting. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give it a one for good bad. Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, what happens though when we word, read a worse book? <laughs> what happens then? <laughs> what How do we could give it we then? read a worse book than this? How could there be? Even the ones. I feel like the ones that we read in the past, we were like, this book is terrible. We knew nothing. How naive we were. <laughs> We didn't know the depths to which we would sink with this book. I just worry that we'll be like that in a month's time. Oh, God. Do you think it can get worse? Well, it's going to get better, hopefully, in the next episode. Listeners, if you've read a worse Robot Stein book than Call Waiting, please warn us away. Please live live text us your reactions to reading this book. Mm -hmm. Um, And then do it for The Fever by Diane Ho. Ho! Which you will be love doing. That joke. I do love. It's not even a joke. It's just a sound. Yeah. <laughs> Objet. So um, the fever was, I think, my favourite when I was a kid. It was. It's a great cover. Very So I'm quite scared to revisit it in case it's shit. Diane Ho's got a really patchy past, though. I know. Funhouse. <sighs> I know. Train. I think I've hated all of the others of hers that we've done. I hated the train. I hated Funhouse. You hate the characters. I hate the characters. Especially. So um, we'll see. Please don't let the fever be shit. It was always my favourite. Okay, well, I'm excited to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where can people get us, Kirsty? They can get us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And you can also support the podcast by going on Patreon slash Teenage Scream Podcast and giving us whatever you fancy giving us to help us continue making this podcast uh, for free who... Sorry, for free for those who can't afford to support us. Um, and if you're a $5 a month Patreon, you get a episode a month extra. Mm. And it's full of rage. It's always full of rage because it's so much rage. They're just such bad... Yeah. Sometimes we like them. No, never. Never. We no, don't like no. them. No. Sometimes we think they're funny. Amusingly shit. Yes. They tend to be a bit longer and a bit boozier, and those ones. And have sex in them. <laughs> oh, oh, I meant God. the podcast. No. Oh, right. <laughs> Not People the have sex in our bones. So we... Have sex on the <laughs> on the Patreon podcast. I'd be charging more than five dollars a month. Oh yeah, that'd be way more. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you're a new subscriber, you get a little treat from us. In fact, you, you all now of the making it sound like we'll fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or handy, maybe. Oh, oh me. God, an old fashioned. I hope okay. your mum doesn't listen to this. I'm so sorry, mum. Okay. You should... Heather doesn't even know what that means. I, I made her never, say that. I forced her. I've to never say seen it. a penis in no. my entire life. Only once in a diagram in biology and i was not impressed is that from a victoria wood song i've seen one on a book and i was not impressed <laughs> i don't know it is oh is it on that okay. note yep <laughs> i see you later guys bye, bye.